waves get lost in the ocean. Seven billion swimmers, man, I'm going through the motions. Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hey, welcome to High Road to Humanity, and this is Nancy Hirot, your host, and we have a wonderful guest today, and this is somebody I've known for a long time, and gosh, I don't even know how many years I've known her, but she is one of the best psychics that I know, one of the best teachers, so if you know somebody, or if you're intuitive, if you're a psychic, or you know somebody who's intuitive that needs some guidance, you know... um, we have today Rhonda Harris Chaldry. She's written a fabulous book. It's called You Are Not Broken, How to Retrain Your Brain, Clean Up Energy, and Use Emotional Shape-Shifting to Raise Your Vibration, Manifest Your Desires with Special Attention, here we go, to Empaths and Other Highly Sensitive People. And before I bring Rhonda on, I'm going to read just a little bit from her book. So I want you all to sit back, relax. And let's hear what Rhonda has to say to us today. Here we go. And this is to all the empaths. This is wonderful. For all the empaths, highly sensitive people reading this book, you are rock stars, veritable superheroes. You have amazing psychic and healing abilities. You can sense and carry the pain and energy of others and still manage to multitask and try to help everyone. You are self-sacrificing in the interest of healing and helping others and take on your friends' and family's worries, shielding them as best as you can while confronting their issues for them. You are strong, resourceful, caring, and generous, certainly worthy of more than you allow yourself to receive. But because of your focus and dedication to others, you may have the hardest time of all trying to bring your own dreams to fruition. It's hard to manifest when everybody else's energy is in the way. Isn't that the truth? You may have beaten yourself up for spending so much time helping other people. You may have felt or been accused of being a pushover, but that's not true. The truth of the matter is that you don't just give of yourself because you hear a sad story. You give of yourself because you don't just hear the sad story. You feel the pain of the storyteller. If they are speaking of the pain of their friends and or family members, you may feel that too. Their pain has become your pain, so in trying to help them, you are stopping your own pain. It's almost a self-defense mechanism just to fix, i got to turn the page here, the situation before it gets further out of control, so you don't have to suffer anymore. And here's what she says. Here's what Rhonda says. I truly believe that empaths are doing an angelic internship on Earth. And part of that training requires that we feel the pain of others because that pain inspires us to be to be of service to help the suffering, which is a lot of what angels do. Still, it's important that we all focus on our own journey and that which we want to achieve. And these lessons are also geared to help the empaths who need the knowledge and that extra push to balance out their lives and get on their own priority list. You know, Rhonda is a psychic. She's a healer. She's a Reiki master. Her bio is quite uh, in-depth. I won't go into all of it. We're going to talk to her here in a second. But she does past life regression. I mean, she is just a really, really knowledgeable person. Hey, Rhonda, welcome to High Road to Humanity. Thank 
you, Nancy. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Well, you know, Rhonda, we've known each other for years. How many years have we known each other? It's been quite some time, at least half a decade, if not more. I know. And I don't even remember how we met. But let me tell you something about Rhonda, and she can talk about it more. Rhonda, you do a lot of videos, yes? Yes, ma'am, I do. I do a lot of tutorials on YouTube to really help the psychically sensitive, super sensitive empaths, people who just can't seem to get on their own priority list and manage their own lives. And they often find themselves just in an abyss of despair because they're subject to so much psychic input all day long. And they just want to be of service to everyone, but then they end up on everybody else's battlefield and not their own. So by the time they turn back to their own battlefield, the enemy, when I say the enemy, I mean stress, poverty, business problems, family problems have encroached. And now it's, you got to turn around and wield the sword for yourself. Right. And it can be very difficult to do that. Well, you know, and you have so many, and here's what I want to talk about today. You have so many different things in your book that people can do to help themselves. And I have written down a ton of them that um, I would like for you to talk about today. And, and you know, since we're talking about shielding, you, you talk about shielding in your book. And, and I just have lots of questions because I've always shielded myself with a bubble. And then you taught me a long time ago to shield myself with a net. But you also yeah. talk about and here's my question to you on, on the shielding, and it's something that I really want to know, too, is when you shield yourself with a net, it takes some of that negative energy out. Is that right? It's preventing some of that bad energy to come in? Or is that is that why you put the net on? Yeah. The reason that I put the net on is because especially impasse, because we are so subject to so much psychic energy coming at us, right. we need an outlet flush it out. And so when we put ourselves in a bubble, we're kind of actually encasing ourselves in mm -hmm. everybody else's energy. Whereas with a net, we're filtering the energy that comes to us. We let the good energy in, but we filter out the negative energy. Right. And what we're talking about, you guys, is you visualize a net, whatever color, you know, you prefer. And Rhonda, tell them how to do it. And you also talk about gloves. So um, can you talk about that? And then one more thing you talk about, we need to have some negative energy for balance. Can you talk about that, too? Yes, absolutely. So first with the netting, I like I personally like to use netting. If you want to use a fence, you can also use a picket fence, a barbed wire fence coffee filter, anything that's going with the intention that it filters out that negative energy coming at you. And so this way you can accept the nice, good energy to flush you out. Now, also, as empaths and psychic people and spiritual people, even just going to a grocery store, when you put your hands on a shopping cart, whoever had that shopping cart before you, their energy's in it. And now you've got your hands on it. So with someone who is screaming at their kids or had a bad day, you're subject to sucking that energy up. So I put netted gloves on my hands before I'll even touch a shopping cart or the pin pad to put my pin in at the grocery store so I can stop other people's energies 
from attaching to me. And as now, far as having to have, I'm sorry, go ahead, goddess. No, I was just going to ask you, okay, so when you get all that energy on you, you know, I always leave the house and I, I net myself or put white light around myself and I do remember to net. And then I go there and you talk about swiping in and swiping off on the, on the uh, keypad at the grocery store. Can you tell the audience how to do that? Because that's really cool. Okay, so with keypads and even your phone, especially your phone, when you're talking to someone on the phone, that's a direct injection into your energetic field. Because you have the phone up to your ear, it's going right into your energy, even on the speaker, the vibrations. So what you want to do is you'll hold your phone, or you can do this over the keypads at your store. Don't worry about what anybody thinks about you. Just protect yourself. And what you do is you, starting at the bottom of the phone, you swipe upwards, and then you go sideways, and you say shielded going upwards, shielded going sideways, shielded going diagonally both ways, and that will really stop that energy from coming through your phone. If you put your hand over your phone first with an open, like you're calling someone, call someone, open the line. Put your hand over it, you'll feel the energy. Then do the shielding. Remember, up, shielding, up, sideways, shielded, diagonally, shielded, diagonally, shielded. Put your hand back over the phone and you won't feel that energy, hardly at all. Okay. Now, what if you, and and you talk about clearing your chakras, and, you know, obviously we all go out into the world and we get this energy on ourselves, and, you know, you, I use one of your uh, chakra clearings uh, by color. Um, can you talk about that and why the color is important to use with the chakras? Yes, color is really important because each chakra has a color that is attached to it. So your root chakra, which is at the base of your spine, is red. Your sacral chakra, about two inches below the belly button, is orange. Your solar plexus, about two inches above the belly button, is yellow. Your heart chakra, center of the chest, is green or pink. Your throat chakra, which is in the, uh, right there in the center of your throat, is blue. Your third eye, which is in the middle of your forehead between the brows, is indigo, that blue purpley color. And your crown chakra, depending on who you are, can be either white lavender gold or silver okay any of those colors would be safe and so what happens is as we deplete our energy each chakra has a job so your root chakra is your life force energy your groin chakra is your creation energy and represents the emotional body of the aura your solar plexus is your force of will and represents the mental body of the aura so if you're emotionally upset then you're going to flood your groin chakra with orange light it will push out the negative energy that's in there and refresh it refurbish it make it feel better the same with your root chakra if you're feeling tired because that's our life force energy lots of light empaths suffer a lot 
from right. back pain because they're constantly depleting that red. Oh, red, I red. see. I see. Okay. Well, we've got about one minute to go. And so when you, uh, this is what I do, Rhonda, and hopefully I do it right. And I'll say this before we, we head to our commercial break, but I always say, okay, um, I visualize the color and I put my hand on that chakra and I say, clear, cleanse, protect, and empower this chakra. Beautiful. Is that proper? Absolutely. I couldn't have said it better myself. Okay, cool. You taught me that, Rhonda. And I do it every day, you guys. And so when you're clearing your chakras, use the colors. Do what Rhonda says and just say, I clear, cleanse, and empower the chakra. And that way you'll feel vibrant and wonderful um, when you're done clearing all of your energy fields. All right, we'll be back here in a few minutes. And we are here today, just so you know, with Rhonda Harris Chaudhry. And her book is called You Are Not Broken. Hang on, we have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30-minute coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Have you ever been in a situation where you needed a miracle? I think most of us probably have. Whether it's a financial emergency, health crisis, or some other serious situation, most of us know the feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. Now imagine having to wait for a miracle for six months, even a year or more. That's the situation for thousands of children all around the world who are waiting for a sponsor. Their only hope of escaping the poverty around them is someone like you choosing them. This is Nancy Yarrow, and I'm joining with Compassion to give you the chance to be the miracle in a child's life. For a little more than a dollar a day, you'll provide the physical, emotional, and spiritual support a child needs, not just to survive poverty, but to be released from poverty in Jesus' name. Don't make a child wait one day longer for their miracle. You can find out more or sponsor a child right now. Just go to my website, nancyyearout.com. That's www.nancyyearout.com. It's marching down the It's summertime, and you know what that means. Attack of the Mosquitoes. Other names for the mosquito are Galley Nipper, Katie Nipper, Gabber Napper, and Gally Whopper. A quote from the 1906 book The Parsons Boys asserts that Galley Nippers are so called because at each nip they took a gallon. Mitzi is a deceptively cute shortening of mosquito that might be heard in Ohio. If you're in Virginia and hear someone complaining about cousins, they might have annoying relatives, or they might just be talking about mosquitoes. Why do they call mosquitoes cousins? Because there are so many and they stick so close. But whatever you call them, all this begs the question, why didn't Noah swap those two mosquitoes? It's marching I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Road. 
Welcome back to High Road to Humanity. And we're here today with Rhonda Harris Chaldry. And she is one of the, gosh, coolest people I know. And she's a psychic and she is a Reiki master and she does past life regression. She's just really cool. And she's telling us how to clear yourself if you're an empath, even if you're not and you're spiritual and you want to know how to clear yourself. And she's talking about, we were talking on the break about TV. So Rhonda, tell us how to clear our television and why it's important that we do. Okay, it is so, so, so important that you clear and shield your television because of all the energies that come through it. Even if you don't watch the news, the news is bad enough, you know, it's murder and mayhem and all kinds of of negative energy floating into your home and infusing everything, your furniture and everything. But even if you don't watch the news, let's just say you like to watch dramas or and things on television, those actors and actresses have to actually feel that emotion in order to get you to believe it as the viewer. So oh, that makes sense. They may be acting it out, those are real emotions coming through your television set. And so if you're watching even a Hallmark commercial where, you know, the poor little old lady goes to the mailbox and it's empty and the neighbor sees her and you start sniffling because <laughs> it's so God. sad. Yeah. That still comes through your TV. So the same way that you do your phone, you do the same thing with your television. You put your hand over it and you go from top to bottom and say shielded and again sideways shielded, again diagonally shielded and diagonally again shielded. And that will greatly reduce that energy coming in through your television and infiltrating your entire home. Okay. Well, and and I was asking you on the break too, you know, for somebody like me, it's so hard when I go out into the world, I tend to take on other people's energy. Now with the net, that helps. But is there anything else you can tell me that would help as far as different people like me who take on other people's energy and they don't mean to? Yes. One of the best and easiest ways to do that no matter how unskilled you are, is to wear sugar. Now, what do you I mean sugar? sugar? Yeah, wear sugar. How do you do plain that? Old, plain old sugar. What you do is you get one of these little, they sell them in the craft store. They're called craft Ziploc bags. And they're like two inches by two inches. You get like a hundred for, for $2 at uh, Michael's. And you fill it with a spoonful of sugar. And you take that sugar... You hold that packet in your hands and say, be sweet, be sweet, be sweet. And then you wear it on your person. If you're a woman, you can stick it in your bra or put it in your pocket. If you're a man, put it in your pocket. What that does, it surrounds you with the energy of sugar and sweetness. Sweetness, kindness is one of the biggest shields against negative energy. Oh, my God, Rhonda. I like it. And so when you're surrounded with the energy of sugar, you will find that even the meanest person that you know will be nice to you. And you can put a little sugar in your shampoo, a little sugar in your hair conditioner. A lot use confectionery sugar because it's powdered, so it, it'll dissolve. Put a little in your bath gel, wear the sugar. That will really help to keep that energy off you and keep you in a sweet space. That is wonderful advice. Thank you for that. You know, in your book, 
Yeah. In your book, you talk about, you've got this cool thing. You said you have a, sh- a shape shifting and you just did like a 30 day challenge. I saw, cause I watch your videos, Rhonda, and they're really good. They're on YouTube. You guys, if you want to listen to her, um, or if you want to watch her videos, they just go to YouTube and type in Rhonda Chaldry, right? Rhonda Harris Chaldry, correct? Yes. Okay. And you and can watch her. Yes. And you can watch her, her videos, but, and I was watching and you did like a 30 day shape shifting emotional challenge. Talk to me about that. What is shape shifting and how does that change things for us? Okay. So the way I came up with the shape shifting concept was because as um, an empath, I'm more feeling than visual. And so when I would try do the law of attraction and visualize things. I couldn't visualize anything. I just get a blank screen and I would just get very frustrated, but I could feel things. So I shifted it to, instead of saying visualize walking through a beautiful park, I will instead feel the grass beneath my feet, the wind on my skin, the warmth of the sun. And so I realized that by doing more feeling work, it actually really penetrates the system. So let's just say that you've been feeling very um, sad because you have no money. And let's just say you're one of those logical people that if the law of attraction says you must imagine that you already have $10,000 in the bank and your logic is saying, I don't have $10,000 in the bank, your subconscious refuses to accept that so that it won't work again. But if you could... um, in what it felt like to have $10,000 in the bank, to have no money problems. Everyone can imagine what it would feel like. And so you're sort of shape-shifting into that emotional state of what it would feel like to have that perfect love, to have that wealth, to have whatever it is that you want. Then you start actually broadcasting that emotion, that feeling to the universe for fulfillment. And you do it every day. Exactly. And you will feel so much better. You know, I'm going to tell you, I agree with you on this one because the law of attraction, and here's the part that people miss. It's the feeling part. Because I always say, if you can see it and you can believe it, but you have to feel it. And that's the final ingredient to the law of attraction, isn't it? Yes, it is. And that's what people miss. That's what people always miss. Exactly. So if I get up in the morning around it and I visualize what I want and I see it and I can feel it, then let, and and then you say, let it go. Talk about that a little bit too. Yes. If you want to get that feeling up and that's really because you will feel it on every level of your being, that wonderful happiness piece of really feeling what it is that you want and imagining having it. And then you release it out into the universe and just know they heard you. They have heard you. And if you're saying, well, maybe they didn't hear me because I wouldn't be poor in the first place. You know, you can't look at it that kind of way. Instead, look at everything that you have accomplished, everything that you have achieved, everything that you have made it through. It is proof that the universe, the God, goddess, however you term deity, has had your back from day one. Because right. here you are still standing. Right. That's, That's where you want to put yourself. 
That's powerful. That's really powerful. You know, and you also talk about having people pay attention to the new moon and to the astrological signs. You talk about that in your book, too. And can you can you just I know it's a lot. You're not you know, you can't do a whole astrology thing, but maybe just about the new moon and how that's for new beginnings and and different things like that. And then you also talk about the elements. And I want to talk about that a little bit, too. So. okay, well, with the new moon. The new moon offers us a brand new chance at new beginnings. So if you want something new, a new job, um, a new love, a new home, a new career, going to school, something new, the best time to do that is during the new moon because the planets work with us. You know, everything is here for our use. And I don't believe it. Again, I'll just say the universe, but I mean God the goddess, however you term it, I don't believe they wasted time or wasted their creativity. They made these planets for a reason. And each of these planets do put out a certain energy. The moon puts out healing, but also gives you the chance for new beginnings when it's growing. And if you need something to leave your life when it's going from the full moon and it's waning away, then you can get rid of things. And each of us, just by our astrological sign, have been given many abilities based on the planets that are represented by those signs. So you'll find that Aries people, because they have Mars, they're going to be ones that are out there to defend the underdog. They'll be firemen, policemen, military people, because they have that kind of strength. You'll find that the Pisces, because they're more spiritual, they're here to heal you and help you make you feel better. The air signs are very mental. They can come up with huge, visionary, wonderful ideas that can change the world or just change their own lives. Well, and I'm a water it, sign. What, what does it mean for me, Rhonda? <laughs> so you're water, which means you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. Oh, no, I'm you air. Aquarius, Aquarius is air, isn't it? Aquarius is air. It's not water. Yes, but you're the water bearer. What does that mean? Even you're an air sign, which means you are literally a visionary and you are here to lead the world into a better space. So because you're the water bearer, which is water is healing, um, healing emotions and things like that, you literally hold the emotions of the world, literally. Wow. You can feel the emotions of the world, but because you're an Aquarius, you also have the ability to heal the emotions of the world. So if you wanted to, you could get yourself a little globe of the world and put your hands around it every day and pump healing energy into it with the intention to heal the emotions of everyone in the world because it's our emotions that get us in trouble more wow. than anything. We've and about, you could do that at various. Yeah, we've got about one minute to break. I'm going to do that. I'm absolutely going to do that because that is my whole mission. And you're right on. I'm here to bring people together, raise the vibration and change the world. And gosh, darn it. We're going to do it. Aren't we Rhonda? (laughs) We are going to do it. (laughs) That's what we're all about. You guys. I am so glad y'all tuned in today. Rhonda, tell them your website. How do they find your book? You can find my book on amazon.com, barnesandnobles.com. My own, um, you can go to my website, you can put in goddessronda.com. And also if you're in Albuquerque, it's in the Albuquerque 
public library system as well. Oh, wow. How wonderful. Yes. Rhonda is from Albuquerque and that's so awesome. That's where I'm from too. All right. We'll be back with You Are Not Broken. We will be right back on High Road to Humanity, but make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download directly from Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, so you never miss an episode of The High Road. Was growing up in Wisconsin, no matter how frigid it was outside, my Uncle Bob never seemed to get cold. He would come in from the snow wearing a t-shirt and remark how fresh it was outside. Then again, folks from Wisconsin are a pretty hardy bunch. As America's official dairy state, the cows have been known to give ice cream instead of milk when the temperatures drop. What's a word for a giant snowball that is formed by rolling a smaller one through a field of snow? Hog-a-ma-dog. Megla is an old Scots word meaning to trudge laboriously through the snow. And mufflements is an old Lancashire word for thick, warm, insulating clothes and gloves. Don't forget that you shouldn't try and send text messages if you're standing out in the cold. It can lead to typothermia. It's I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. If you could live your life truly standing in a place of peace, joy, and abundance, wouldn't that make your heart soar? Now you can, with Lessons in Joyful Living, with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi, Mondays at noon central. Kimberly Rinaldi, having created a highly successful coaching practice, now teaches Lessons in Joyful Living. She believes in empowering others and that through it, you have the ability to break through any and all barriers, thus allowing you to reach your greatest potential and joyfully step into your life's purpose. What used to take weeks, months, or even years, she can now teach you in a matter of hours with her programs. For more on Kim and her show, go to her website, KimberlyRinaldi.com. That's R-I-N-A-L-D-I.com. Then join us for Lessons in Joyful Living with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hey, welcome back to High Road to Humanity. This is Nancy Yearout, your host, and I'm so glad you joined us today. We always have wonderful guests, and today we have Rhonda Harris-Chowdhury, and, and I'm going to spell her last name in case you want to Google her. It's C-H-O-U-D-H-R-Y. I just want to make sure that you find her because I've known Rhonda for, I think, at least seven to 10 years. And she, it's hard. You can't read your own cards. I'm an intuitive, I'm a psychic, but you can't read your own stuff. And so sometimes I call my friend and I say, would you read my cards for me? Because and other intuitives do that too. But I just want you to know that everything she does comes from the heart and it, she really is out there. Um, just like I am trying to help people. And during the break, we were talking about writing forgiveness letters. And I was telling Rhonda, God, I've written so many forgiveness letters, but I finally learned how to do it. So Rhonda, tell us how to write the forgiveness letter, will you? Yes. Forgiveness letters. We will hear it all the time you know, write it down and then, you know, either burn it or get rid of it. But a lot of us will say it from our mental frustration. Oh, you did this, 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 and this. But we're really not pouring into Remember what we're doing when we write that letter is we're not just trying to tell the person what's going on. We are cleansing our own soul 
of this heartbreak, of these emotions, of this anger and frustration. That is what you want to put in the letter. Don't be afraid to feel your hurt. Don't be afraid to feel your anger as you're pouring it into this letter. Remember, you don't have to mail this letter to anyone. A lot of empaths, they don't want to hurt anybody's feelings or they'll just suck it up. You're trying to get this energy out of your own energetic field. Let those emotions pour into the words of who it is that you're talking to. And then you can take that letter, you can burn it, let the fire purify it. The important thing is you are getting those adverse emotions out of your system and healing those soul wounds that would ever that trauma caused. Well, and this is when you really want to forgive somebody. They always say, write the letter because you get your emotions out and you really say what you feel. And then I don't know, do you do this? I always, um, when I got the letter done, I did one recently. I imagine I was looking at that person and I read the letter to them before I burned it because it was like, it meant more, I guess. What do you think about that? Yes, actually what you did was kind of the next step, which is instead of having that letter mailed to them or texted or whatever, you talked to them on a soul level. It was your soul talking to their soul and their soul will hear you. They will get that message. And so, so that's the right way to do it. So does that shift the energy for them as well when you do that? Yes, their soul will feel, and you might even find after you do that, they may call you or, or contact you in some kind of a way, or you may just suddenly feel extremely peaceful as right. their own soul apologizes and you get back into harmony. Okay. And you know, you guys, this is really important that we forgive people because when you don't forgive people, you hold on to that negative energy. And yes, you can say you forgive it from the head, but you really need to do it from the heart. And that's something that's taken me many years to learn. And uh, I think Rhonda, you're the first one I think ta taught me to write letters to people. Well, you know, forgiving people really isn't, is really for you. It's not like you're saying, because a lot of people say, well, I don't want to forgive them because they hurt me so badly doesn't mean you ever have to trust them again. When you're forgiving, what you're really doing is you are freeing yourself from this energy that keeps you in a relationship with emotional ghosts, things that happen from the past that are still happening inside of you. It's time to release those ghosts and get them out of your life. And then you can move forward in your life because I feel like that's kind of a sticking point until you let go, isn't it? Yes, it is. You're just going to be stuck in that energy. You'll be on an old, empty battlefield. All the soldiers have gone home. You're still standing there. <laughs> oh, it's my goodness. Get off that battlefield. Walk <laughs> into the sunlight. Get back into life. Right. No, that's really, really, really great, um, great advice. You know, what is another way that we can do, uh, that we can clear ourselves? You know, you talk about, I always say clear the home with sage. Um you know, I talk about uh, different things. What if you have uh, something in your house or you feel like you have an entity in your house? How do you go about getting that out? Can you give us, I know it's a, a process. Yes, I can. I, I do a lot of houses and I find that, first of all, if you recognize that there is an entity in your house, more importantly, you need to recognize that you are also a psychic medium. 
because otherwise you wouldn't know they were in there. I know, so Rhonda, they keep the coming. <laughs> they can't help themselves because they see your light. <laughs> and so what happens is if they know that you can feel them or sense them, and they look so long for someone who can, they're going to come make a beeline right for your house. But most of them do not mean harm. They're just lost. So what you want to do, the first thing you want to do is you must remember this is your home, your turf. We do not, the same way we don't allow strangers to just come in our house and sit down and, you know, take over the TV. This is no different. Keep control of your turf. So you want to be nice first and say, listen, if, it's, if you're a lost spirit, I want you to look up and see the most amazing light where all of your friends and family are waiting for you. There's no pain, no heartache. Let yourself lift on up into the light where you will be healed and loved. And you'll find that alone can get rid of them because they're just lost. They don't know what to do. Then right. if you get the gnarly ones, then it's time the same way that you would say to an intruder, this is my house, get out. You are going to say the same thing to the entity, but you're not just going to say get out. You're going to say, I cast you into the light. The okay. reason we cast them into the light is because A, they're not going to return. And if we just say get out, they'll go bother your neighbor or they'll go sit in your driveway or sit in your car. You know, they're not really going anywhere. We want them to heal. So we send them, I cast you into the light, get out of my house. They'll go into the light, they'll be healed, and you will have peace and control over your turf because your home is your turf, your space. Right. You know, and that's true. I mean, the more I, I can only speak for myself, um, and you can speak for yourself on when you're psychic. Uh, as as I become more psychic, these things have happened to me more. And, uh, and it's really uh, difficult if you don't know what to do. I have learned to cast them out. I have learned to tell them to get out. But it's taken me a long time, you know, and at first, and the reason I talk about this is there's a lot of people, I mean, I started having people come to me in the shower, which I think is probably normal. But a lot of people have people come to them and they think they're crazy and they don't want to talk about it. And you're not crazy. Yeah. And I think that's why I want to bring it out because you know, just because you're intuitive doesn't mean you're nuts. What I did was I learned, I confirmed that these people were dead. And then I knew I wasn't crazy, but there's people who don't want to talk about this, or maybe they have family members who don't want to talk about it. So can you address that situation? Yes. And sadly, there are a lot of people, even in um, mental institutions that nobody believes them that right. are mediums. The important thing is you can't expect everyone to believe what you're saying because they may not be on the same wavelength as you. But right. you must validate yourself. You must have faith. This is actually a gift that you have, that you are a psychic medium, that you can communicate with spirits. Right. And so by you're actually doing a service to them, or you're doing a service to people on a whole other dimension by sending them into the light, to be healed, to be loved, to be nurtured, and accept that gift because it's when we're we're very free with helping the physical beings, but the spiritual dimensions of which there are many, they also come to you for help. Right. You're free to send right into the light. 
And that's what I've always done. I always tell them, look over their right shoulder and they'll see the light. And every time they see a family member, their mother or grandmother, and they'll say to me, I, I see my family and I'll say, okay, go. And they go. And, you know, but here's the thing. It's hard to talk to certain people about this because they, some people look at you like, yeah, okay, I get that. And that's cool. And that's really a wonderful thing you did for that person. And then other people look at you like you're nuts, you know, <laughs> and then that's hard and that's okay. And you know what? That's okay. It's okay for people to look at you as if you're nuts because you don't know what they're here to learn in this lifetime. Their journey is their journey. The important thing is to not to look at yourself like you're nuts. Right, right. You have to recognize who you are, what you are, and validate it. You also talk about how to protect yourself in the walls. I really like that. I read it in your book where you talk about using the elements. And I wanted to ask you, because um, so if I wanted to put good energy in my walls to protect me, I would visualize that like a tornado is in there. Do I need to do all four elements or just the one element of air? You could get away with just air because it is your patron, but... The reason I use all of the elements is because we don't know what element that spirit that's trying to get into your house is going to respond to. They might okay. like the element of it. And so they're like, oh, great, there's air in these walls. I'm just going to come right on in. So okay. you're putting both, imagining that your walls are filled with earth, air, fire, and water, you have put up enough of a defense that's going to keep that energy out of your home. So let me explain to the audience, just so y'all know what we're talking about here. You know, especially I live at a lake and when you live at a lake, for some reason, you get more entities too. And yes, I'm a bright light. And so what I do is um, I was reading Rhonda's book and I was like, this is really cool. You can use the elements, you know, which is air, fire, water, and earth. And you visualize that into your walls in order to protect yourself. It's just one more layer of protection to, to help out. Yes, it is. And if for people that, you know, maybe they can't get to their walls or maybe they don't feel like they don't know what they're doing, you know, a really quick way to clean your home is to boil sage and cloves. The same way when you make soup and it fills your house with that wonderful smell, okay. sage and cloves will clear them out and it will fill your home, fill your closets, fill the drawers, fill the furniture and really do in a, like a, an herbal exorcism on okay. your home and quick. Okay. Yeah, I'll do my house with white sage, and I've heard cinnamon, but I've never heard um, to use cloves before. Hey, we got about 30 seconds here um, left at the break, but we're here today with Rhonda Harris Chaldry, and she has a wonderful book out. It's called You Are Not Broken, and she's teaching us whether you're empathic or you know somebody who's an empath, uh, share the show because it will really help people. And uh, we'll be right back here at High Road to Humanity. This is Nancy Urot, your host. We'll be right back with the high road and more. Don't forget to visit Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to sign up for her intuitive personal coaching program or to book a psychic reading. Close your eyes and imagine living your life without limits. Where would you go? Who would you meet? What would you do? During an Uncover Your Hidden Genius session, you will discover what's keeping you from living your life with purpose, 
passion and fulfillment of your potential. You'll get a clear vision of the steps you need to take to uncover your hidden genius so that you can live a life without limits. Sessions can be done over the phone, Skype, or in person. Find out more at www.JoyceBufordEmpowers.com or by calling 903-287-0747. It's words you never heard. Man cannot live by bread alone. He must have his peanut butter. Peanut butter is a pate of childhood, and it's not just for kids as dogs love it too. Last night, I gave my dog a pill hidden in peanut butter. What's a word for a messy concoction that helps the medicine go down? Sliver sauce. Mice apparently prefer peanut butter to cheese when it comes to luring them into the trap. But there are even more practical uses for peanut butter. Peanut butter contains natural oils, which makes it perfect for removing all kinds of sticky things, like gum stuck in your shoe or in your hair. What's a word for the fear of peanut butter sticking to the roof of your mouth? Arachibutophobia. And according to Barry Goldwater, if you don't mind smelling like peanut butter for two or three days, peanut butter is a darn good shaving cream. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to The High Road. Hey, welcome back to High Road. This is Nancy Yearout, and I'm going to promote myself a little bit. If you guys want a psychic reading or you need some coaching, some help, I am here for you. You can go to my website. It's www.nancyyearout.com. That's N-A-N-C-Y-Y-E-A-R-O-U-T. Happy to help. Also, I'm bringing on some sponsors, so if you're interested in advertising on my show, let me know. There's an advertising package on my website. We are here today with Rhonda Harris-Childry. Her book is called you are not broken and if you know an empath a psychic who needs some assistance she is somebody who can really really help you and Rhonda you were telling me during the break you do a radio show in Albuquerque yes once a month yes on 97.3 kiss fm I do live ratings on that show that's fantastic and you're really good so I you don't have to be present so if people want a reading um how do they get in touch with you they can just come to my website. If you just put in goddessferonda.com, it will come up. Or just put my name. My website will come up. And then you can easily uh, make an appointment with me. Or you can find me on Facebook. My page is there. You can contact me through that as well. And Instagram as well. Okay. And it's goddessronda.com, you guys. All right. Rhonda, I said this segment, why don't you talk about what you think is important? So... Talk to us and tell us what we need to know that will help us today. Yeah, I actually want to talk to you about why kind of I wrote the book, You Were Not Broken. And the reason that I wrote that is because we empaths and spiritualists who are out there trying so hard to save the world, we often find that our own lives are in collapse, in, in varies emotionally or relationships and it is so hard for us. We can help so many other people manifest, but then when we try to manifest for ourselves, it gets harder in order for us to do that. And the reason being is 
because we are here of service, we have a sort of an inner guilt system that when we want something, the automatic response in our subconscious is, well, somebody else needs that more than me. You know, I really want this great job, but what if someone else who's really poor and starving needs right. that job more than me? Or what if someone else needs this money more than me or whatever it is? And then we don't even get on our own priority list because we are so concerned with what's going on with everybody else. And so I wanted to kind of shift that because so many people come to me literally feeling broken. Oh my goodness, I helped everybody. I do all this for everyone. My own life is in shambles. I'm poor, this, that, and the other thing. And I tell them, first of all, you're not broken. There's nothing wrong with you. If you look back over everything that you have accomplished, that you have achieved, that you have overcome for yourself and everybody else, that lets you know that you are a veritable badass. <laughs> you can fight anything. You can overcome anything. So let's wow. get that confidence up in you by looking at what you've done in the past. Also, there are people will say, well, I've made such a mess of my life. That's good news because if you can create a mess, you can create success. That means you have the ability of creation. All you need to do is shift your perspective. One of the reasons I started calling myself a goddess, not because I think I'm like this, this grand, all-knowing person, but because I recognize it's my choices that decide how my life is going to go. I create my life right. through my choices. Right. And if you kind of shift your perspective, you can create anything in your life. But first, and this is the hard part, guys, I know your empaths or spiritualists or of service, Sit down, take a breath. You've got to put yourself first. Now, I know you're like, oh, I'm like, I can't do that. Or, you know, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yes, you can. Because if you think about how tired you are and exhausted you are and you can't manifest, how many people can you really help in that state when you're feeling that badly yourself? Right. You've you got to feel good about you. Them. Yes. You right. have to kind of shift that. Make sure your life is in order first, your energy is cleaned up, you're spiritually strong, and then you can help multitudes. So if you are here to be a spiritual soldier on earth, we don't send soldiers into battle exhausted and, and tired and in pain. We buff them up, we feed them, we train them, we get them strong, and then we send them out there. You have to train yourself as a spiritual soldier. Buff yourself up. Nourish yourself, clean up your energy, be strong, and then go out and heal the masses. Because if you're already bent down under the weight of the world, all you're going to do is push yourself deeper down. But if you're that's feeling strong and on top of things, you can do so much better. I just want to say that's amazing advice. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I uh, I feel that way. I feel like I just got to work on myself, work on myself, and I'm almost there. But you know, and, and you know when you're there, and you know when you've achieved that next step, and you just keep moving and doing it. And and you're exactly right because if I'm good, then I can put on a good show, or I can help somebody else, or I can help right. heal somebody. Yes, and you are so right. And a lot of us, and and I was guilty of this too. I, I made a lot of changes personally this year, where you know I love my husband and I help him a lot, but I told him, honey, you're gonna have to start doing some stuff for yourself because 
I have to do my stuff too. And it's hard because right. as a, as an empath, you want to help and do for everybody, but you can't. Right. And one of the reasons you can't is, and here's what I learned. Everybody has their own lessons to learn. Yes. And you have to also focus on your own lessons too. We can't just help everyone else through their journey. Right. You know, then our get lost. So we really do need to focus on ourselves, build ourselves up, and then we can help ourselves and the masses. If we can change our choices, we can create whatever we want in our lives. If you're saying, oh my God, my life's such a mess, look what I've made of my life, that's good news. Pat yourself on the back, you have the energy of creation. You can create whatever you want. If you could create that mess, you can create the success in the life that you're looking for. So if somebody's having trouble, financial trouble, is it because they need to change their mindset? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's all about feeling worthy of having that money. I had that problem where I was destitute for so long, couldn't figure it out, but it was because I really felt that everyone else needed the money more than me. You know, really? the universe listens to you. And if you tell, if, you're, if your message to the universe, you know what, everyone's more important to me, so just give them everything, the universe will say, okay. I guess well, wait a minute. You said you're were you feeling this or were you saying this? No, this is what I literally felt like I grew up as an empath, you know, growing up as an empath, you're always of service. Even in elementary school, people were telling me their problems. Teachers would tell me their problems. And so I learned, I felt like everyone had all of these problems. Everyone needed the money more than me. Even if I got money, I would give it away because someone said, oh, Rhonda, I need money for this or I need money for that. And I would hand it over. Thinking You've got a big heart. Right. Well, you know what, though? But it was also my lesson from the universe who says, we're giving you all these assets for yourself. You're handing them out to everybody else. Why should we keep funneling the money to you? We'll just go ahead and give it to them in the first place. I had to bring up my own self-worth and say, guess what? I've got bills. I need to do things. I want to have a nice home. I deserve it because I work hard for it. I had to change that within myself. I had to feel worthy. How did you do that? By actually um, being almost homeless when I started my business. I was 30 days away from homelessness. Wow. That is a real wake where it's like, you better start focusing on yourself or get ready to walk the streets. And that's what I did. That actually is what turned me around, was then I you, actually gave so much away that I was on the verge of homelessness. And then you realized, and then you changed your mindset. I changed my mindset and recognized if I'm really here to help people, I've got to build myself up first, and then I can help as many people as I want to. Wonderful advice. That's amazing advice. And, and, and I can totally relate to that because when you're an empath, you're just a giving person and you want to help all, everybody, but you have to be strong. It's just like on the airplane when you have to put on your mask before you put on your child's mask so that you're okay. Exactly. Think of yourself as an energy bank. Here you are, you're full of energy. If you're constantly making withdrawals and putting no deposits in, you will end up bankrupt. Spiritually, emotionally, you've got to make the deposits into yourself to keep yourself solvent. Otherwise, right. you're going to go right into the abyss with everyone you're trying to help. 
Now, do you believe that all, I always feel my, my son, my, um, I always feel great once I've helped somebody, um, that I think that's another reason why we, we have a, tra- a hard time with the money because there is that self, um, you know, a sense of peace or sense of accomplishment when you help somebody too. You know what I've learned through that? I realize I cannot help everybody. It breaks my heart when I'm driving down the street and I see the homeless people and they've got their paper signs up. I And I'll be like, oh, my God, I want to help them. And then I actually can get into a state of feeling badly because I cannot help them. But okay. I recognize I can't help everybody. So what I started doing, and this has helped me a lot, okay. is when I see someone in need, if it's on television where the dogs need help or whoever needs help, I send them blessings. I see that person on the street. I send them blessings of financial security and safety. If I see a TV show where the, the dogs are being abused, I send those dogs shelter and energies where someone will find them and give them forever homes. I can send energy and blessings out to people. And then I did something and my soul is at peace. Right. And you guys, it reaches people. The energy reaches them just like radio waves. We've only got like two minutes to go on the show. God, I could talk to Rhonda forever. You'll have to come back and see me, Rhonda. There's just so much we have to talk about because there's so many people out there. Now, do you think more and more people are raising their vibration and becoming intuitive? Because I think so. I really do. I really do. And I'm seeing it more and more. You probably see it with your own clients where they're like, oh, I'm psychic. I'm intuitive. I don't know what to do. I'm scared. Right, right. And the world is becoming more sensitive, and so you doing the show is awesome to Thank help you. them. Thank you. Well, that's the intention, to get out there and help people, raise the vibration, and connect us, because we're all one. And that's the thing I think we've all forgotten, that we're all connected. And if we could get that yes, message God. out. Yeah, and just be kind to people. Gosh, you know. Rhonda, I'm so excited that you came for to see us today on High Road. And give everybody your information, your website and all that. we got about 30 seconds. Yes. You can find my website. Just put in goddessrhonda.com. That will take you to my website. My YouTube videos, put in Rhonda Harris Chowdhury, C-H-O-U-D-H-R-Y. There's all kinds of tutorials. Hit the playlist buttons. There is an empath training playlist that will help you to clean up your energy. There's the emotional shape-shifting challenge. There's the attraction, the dating for empaths. We've got lots of good stuff for you. And I just wish everyone... Thanks, Rhonda. psychic reading visit my website www.nancyyearout.com my email address is nancy at highroadtohumanity.com so have a fabulous week and know that by staying on the high road you will make it to your destination